With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From our mouths to your ears. The Hunks Podcast. The Hunks Podcast. The Hunks Pussy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a great jingle you got. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hugs Podcast. <laughs> Episode 102. Nice. That's the first time anyone's referred to it as a jingle, and I like yeah. it. I did yeah. too. I like it. Yeah. Never even occurred to me to think of it as a jingle. Uh, of course, it's pure jingle. Yeah. yeah. That's 100% what it is. Jingle all the way. <laughs> Uh, so like I said, this is episode 102. That's two past 100. Can you believe it? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> my name is Tim Gray. I'm Dana Smith. I'm Rory Fallis. I'm Matt Nightingale. I'm Quinn Green. We're joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Lee White. Hi, I'm Lee White. <laughs> Hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. <laughs> Lee, nice I understand you're only friends with improvisers. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> Uh, either that or people that run improv shows. Yeah, specifically. But you know, you know, you are you're all comedians. You hang out with people that aren't comedians. It's like, ugh, you, yeah. You hear about people's lives. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They, they have no ironic detachment whatsoever. No. It's no. As soon as someone is fascinated by your career, <laughs> you know you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're a com- really? Yeah. Oh, that's I used to do a little thing in high school. You know. yeah. Oh God, this is a horrible part. What's what's your shtick? Yeah, <laughs> I got a joke for you. <laughs> I just feel far more comfortable if somebody's just trying to yell over top of their other friend some sort of weird rejoinder about what I just said. That makes yeah. me feel way better than talking about. Mortgages. <laughs> it usually goes one of two ways when you tell somebody you're a comedian, right? It's like either, uh, oh, I'm a comedian. Oh my god, that's amazing! Like you get up on stage and talk to people, or or they're like, oh wow. So which TV channel are you on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've made it to the highest echelon, or they're amazed that you just got onto a stage. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing in between. What's no? Yeah. <laughs> when I dabbled in the stand-up world, I had a stand-up bit about because it always happens to me on an airplane. Oh, I don't know what yeah. it is about airplanes, but the people beside you think that we have to get to know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so then, then you go, oh, I'm a comedian. I just simplify. You know, I don't want to yeah. get into the improv conversation. And then, yeah. oh, you're a comedian, you know. And then they say, are you famous? <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, what other person would you do that to? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a banker. Oh, really? Are you famous for banking? <laughs> 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 are you the world's one? 
What kind of banks have you done? What kind of banks were you about? Construction worker. Oh, were you famous? Did you build one of the pyramids? I've heard of those. I'm a carpenter. Oh, are you Jesus? (laughs) You must know him. Anything I might have lived in? (laughs) Anything I would have lived in? Let me get your opinion. Shelves. What do you think? (laughs) Good investment, bad investment? Actually, I'm making some shelves right now. Let me run past you. (laughs) Look, I got a really good idea for a building. Here we go. You you can use this. (laughs) Yeah, my uncle built a house that you can use. <laughs> uh, so, Lee, I'm dying to know what's oh. your fortune. Oh, oh, yeah, I got yeah. a fortune. Oh, good. I, good thing I saved it. We, yeah. uh, I have a fortune cookie here, and uh, is this sort this of this is one of our most inconsistent bits <laughs> in the podcast. Uh, now, first of all, I'll say that I'll break my tradition because I believe you have to eat the whole cookie before you read the fortune. Oh, oh before. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, it sort of doesn't come true or whatever, you know? Okay. But that will be terrible for this podcast. Mm. And for your taste buds. And for your taste buds. Yeah, yeah, these are old. For the warning. And then the so second could... thing that everyone says is, you know, you know, the Chinese didn't invent these, you know. Yeah. Right. It's oh, an American yeah. invention. Oh, yeah. Um... So I'll read uh, my fortune here. Okay. Uh, Keep an eye open for an opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Full stop? Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no more. Then there's some lucky numbers. Okay, let's hear them. Uh, 6, 14, 18, 38, 40, and 44. A lot of fours. Uh, Yeah, heavy on the fours. Uh, All even numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. except <laughs> was it, how? wasn't there a three in there somewhere? No, no. six, oh. fourteen, eighteen, thirty-eight, forty-four, oh, four. Yeah. Wow! Uh, and then also in French, they don't get the the lucky numbers. <laughs> no. no, you got to be English for that. Those don't translate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to challenge somebody, one of our listeners, to buy a lottery ticket with those numbers, and yeah. if you win. Just join we'll our give Patreon. you a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a million dollars in the drug trade. <laughs> if yeah. you want to know what we're talking about, check out the Patreon. Extended yeah. bonus. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash hunkscomedy if you want to learn our secrets to the drug trade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to making a million dollars. We've figured it out. Now you can you can too. Yeah. You so can give us a dollar for a million dollar idea. Come on. Suddenly yeah. the Winnipeg police is a, is a <laughs> Patreon <laughs> subscriber of ours. Keep your eye open for an opportunity. I feel like that that fortune is like just rephrasing basic human drives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also a little insulting that I've just been not looking for opportunities. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's your fortune. So at this point, it, the cookie feels you've done nothing to help yourself. Yeah, yeah that no. you have literally both your eyes closed <laughs> yeah. to those opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not so much like, here's what is going to happen. It's like, here's some practical advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's borderline threatening. <laughs> it's like, hey, watch your back. <laughs> well, they never give you the advice like, you know, maybe if you're thinking and you got nothing better to do, then what you should do if you're not too busy is keep your eye open for a little opportunity. It wouldn't hurt, you know. Like it's very keep an eye open for opportunity. 
Idiot. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I like. I love it when signs are missing their commas. You know. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, like I was at a Winnipeg Jets game the other day, and on the big jumbotron, it said, uh, "Happy birthday, Rich Richard," uh, and then it said underneath that, "Love your family." <laughs> 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 like it was a command. It's all caps, too. <laughs> they haven't spoken in years. <laughs> and it cuts It cuts to Richard standing there with his kids pulling on his sleeves while he looks at his phone. He doesn't even know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> the sign knows. <laughs> um, so, Lee. Hi. Hey. How, How you doing, doing man? Yeah. I'm doing all right. Uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, I don't know. Uh, it's the it's the holiday season ish. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's kind of ending, but tail end. Uh, you still, uh, for me, I'm feeling it. Yeah, uh, still feeling the cheer. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm feeling it. Uh, like I don't, I'm living in Berlin now, so yes. I don't have as much snow. So as long as there's snow for me, it's like it's Christmas. It's exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Had you spent a Christmas in Berlin since you moved there, or have you I've been back never every year? Spent a Christmas outside of Winnipeg. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of times I've lived in other places, but I've always come home for Christmas. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Have you? Um, uh, is is Christmas? They do Christmas pretty big in Germany. Um, <laughs> yes, it's. I mean, it's a different uh, thing. Like they have the Krampus. Uh, Krampus, uh, Germish. Germish. <laughs> <laughs> You we get tell. a lot of letters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has a Germish background. You can tell I've traveled <laughs> <laughs> with a sweet attic. Uh. Yeah. Sorry, I meant uh, Deutsch. They, they, <laughs> they do a thing like on uh, I think it's December fourth, and that's oh, okay. like when Saint Nicholas would come. Oh yeah, and then Christmas Eve would usually be like their present day. Like, mm-hmm. and then Christmas is kind of for them what we would kind of think of as Boxing Day without, oh, okay. without the shopping. Right, right. right. Oh, okay. Did so. Uh, does St. Nicholas not give presents then? Or he brings them early and then he's like, don't open these for 20 days. Um, <laughs> no, like on, on Christmas, <laughs> like, uh, like on they w- uh, he would put stuff in your shoe, which oh, I think okay. is kind of connected to our stocking, stocking kind yeah. of thing. Oh. But like you have so many different traditions in different countries that it just it almost comes down to the same thing here where it's mm-hmm. like different families have a different routine right. for how they do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like... The the story that you want is yeah. uh, mostly, I think, from Holland, but it's about oh, yeah. Black Peter. Have you, have you oh, heard? God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked about you, Black Peter. Yeah. 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 You don't need to rehash this, but uh, <laughs> right. I, I've been there, and now they do Blue Peter. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because that's a little bit more politically correct. Yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, same mean spirit, just a same different mean color. Spirit, <laughs> different color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, everyone in Europe has a different tradition for it. Like in Slovenia, they have Old Man Winter. Oh, nice! And there's a whole other story to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long has it been now since you've called Berlin or Berliner? Uh, Berlinish, <laughs> Berlinish, <laughs> your home. Berlish. Uh, <laughs> it's almost been two years that I've been officially a- allowed to live there and work there, and uh, you did the paperwork and got like the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like a landed immigrant status and in... no. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you love paperwork, <laughs> uh, you're gonna love this story. Page one. <laughs> um, no, well, uh, I'll go through the steps because it's kind of amusing. The first thing uh, you have to do is get an apartment. 
Okay. You have to have a place really? to live. Yeah, that's wow. the first thing you have Weird. to do. Then they say, okay, now that you have an apartment, you're allowed to live in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get another one that says you're allowed to work in Germany Ooh. slash the European Union. Mm-hmm. So if the last one fails, then you've already got an apartment and permission oh, to live in Berlin. So I'm already signed to a year contract to an apartment yeah. I'm not allowed to live in or at least Ooh. work to pay for. Whoa. Um, and then uh, they want to know that you have like so much money in your bank that you're not going to ask the German government for money. And, uh, you know, of course, as an improviser, I have that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, it's it's just a lot of paperwork. But basically, I'm allowed to live in Germany as an artist. I couldn't get a job at McDonald's. I couldn't be a a carpenter or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You'd have to give your great ideas away on the plane. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, and like the, the last, like when I went to get my permission to live in Berlin, I, you know, there's a woman there and she, you know, stamps the page and uh, she's like, there you go. You, you're an official Berliner. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I thought you'd be a little more, <laughs> yeah, a little more upbeat fanfare. about this. <laughs> yeah. you know? And she looked at me in the eyes and said, in a year from now, you're going to hate this town. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> now that is a fortune. Yeah. yeah that, that. Well, my cookie, tell me that. By the way, your lucky numbers are six. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Keep one eye open for an opportunity. So, uh, but I got a little thing in my That's passport so bleak. that says I'm allowed to live there and work there and Nice. That I can't ask the German government for anything. Wow, money-wise. So why do you think she said that? Do a lot of Berliners hate it? Um, she works in an office with twenty other people, and it's just like one of those take a number things. The place is lined up Ugh. all day long. Yeah. So yeah, all she meets is people. She was actually telling me a story about a woman who claimed to be a princess from Russia. And she just couldn't believe they made her wait in a line and couldn't believe they made her fill out all this paperwork. And so I think they just deal with a lot of yeah negative people all day mm. long. Yeah. Um, and yet still. Does she think that's where every workplace is like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I go through that all the time. Like, why do you work in this place? You don't seem to enjoy your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And um, I mean, again, we're all comedians. So yeah. We yeah. have a very different life. But yeah. If you're not happy, just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So do you hate it there? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Berlin is awesome. I mean, I've been traveling through Europe slash being in Berlin for like 15 years. So yeah, right. It's not that I didn't know what Berlin was like when right. I went there. Yeah. Um, so no, Berlin is a great place. I mean, any night of the week, there's any number of things going on and whatever genre of thing that you like, mm-hmm. no matter how obscure or weird it is. Yeah. Um, Oh man, can I tell the? I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but in 2010, I believe it was, um, I was on an exchange program uh, going to school in England, and uh, you were in uh, your European tour mm-hmm. doing some improv, and uh, I went to Berlin to meet up with you and uh, and see for my own eyes like uh, how these shows would work in Berlin and the show was just incredible. And you guys got five encores afterwards. Yeah. I've never seen encores before period, unless it's like, <laughs> you know, a very purposefully, you know, the comedian goes off stage, waits like 30 or like three seconds 
the crowd is already starting to stand up. Come <laughs> <laughs> back out like, oh, if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like that forced encore. But no, these people were going nuts until you came out again and gave them anything more. Um, Culturally, the respect for art is just different. Yeah. Right. And like going to the theater um, is not as weird as it is here. Right. You know. Right. Like, uh, so when you do a show, they recognize that you're not really getting money. So they show that they love the show with with their applause. And um, the first time we were ever there, we'd never had an encore in our life. And we ended up doing like an extra 20 minutes. And after the show, they're like, yeah, that was a little much. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted more. And like, yeah, like two minutes. (laughs) 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 Really overstayed your welcome. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, But, you know, it's not every show. Sure. It'll depend on the size of the audience. It'll depend a little bit on the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw a play once, and the, the, they were they doing... They want an encore <laughs> for the play? Well, they don't do more, they more just act. Want more act. <laughs> they would just come out and bow a few more times kind of thing. Yeah. And there was a woman who said in English, as she's standing up and applauding, she turns to her friend and goes, I hated this show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just standing kind of the way it is. Standing up and applauding. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you've, you've been at a show either, like, at the gas station or someplace, and, like, before the, the group's off stage, there's people walking out of the theater, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and um, just culturally, the respect for the arts are just very different. In yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of like weird, sorry, this is turning into a conversation <laughs> with Tim and Lee, uh, but I can stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um uh, speaking of like weird things uh, that are incredibly popular, there was that ping pong bar that you took mm. me to. Well, we went there. I we went there. I wasn't like, you gotta see this ping pong bar. <laughs> I remember we were on like a train or whatever and we were like, oh, Tim, you're gonna love this. Get off here. <laughs> Go into that room. Like, no, there's no signage on the outside at all. There's nothing saying, like, here's a wacky fun place for young people to hang out. And Lee didn't get off the train at all. He's just like, you're going to love this. Get out here. Go in there. <laughs> yeah. Ask for Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go in, and the, and it's all, like, graffitied in this vestibule, like, ceiling and everything, floors. And then this big barn door, like, slides open. And it's this small, sweaty room with, like, 50 people all circling one ping pong table and like chanting and screaming <laughs> and drinking and and it was this great i love ping pong it was so yeah. fun it was like the idea of the game is you walk around the ping pong table and each person like hits the ball across once and then you move oh and pass the paddle oh, yeah fun. Oh, everyone gets a paddle you go to the bar oh, and you I put see. a deposit down and you get a paddle and everyone has a paddle. And then if you miss it and you don't return, then you leave the circle. Oh, oh shit. And it works like that until there's only two players left uh. in the circle. And when it's two, or no, when it's three players, um, you, you still have to circle. So oh, you're shit. still like running Whoa. like so quick around the ping pong table. And then when it gets down to the last two, like those people are. I don't know, semi-professional ping pong tables or tables. <laughs> <laughs> semi-professional. <laughs> oh, are you a famous ping pong table? <laughs> I got to do more work on my legs. I'm trying to go pro, but, you know, it's hard. There's a lot of tables out there. He's Not an accountant by day. Um, <laughs> like a lot of parks will have ping pong tables like sort of cementy right. or, or metal ones with like a really with a, not a metal like a, net a, or yeah metal net or something yeah. like that 
And it, all the time when I walk into the theater, I pass a ping pong table. And there'll be like four or five people there having just drinks, just playing ping pong like wow. until like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it as popular or more popular than pool in a bar? Like is it- you have to remember it's about space, right? Right. Like mm. it's it's not like here where you can just open a warehouse filled with 20 pool tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so like I've, I, there, there are pool tables, but like a place like that will, that has a bunch of pool tables will be a little more expensive than what we're used to. Right. Yeah. And the rent that they have to pay to have that kind of space is usually a lot more. So, right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why, again, there's a lot of outdoor uh, ping pong right. tables. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Did you play that? Yeah. On the table oh, yeah. Game. How'd yeah. you do? Oh, awful. I didn't make it even close to like the top 10. So you're like a, like not even a professional ping pong table. <laughs> no, I'm not even close <laughs> to a professional ping pong table. <laughs> that's for sure. No, and they're but all holding so much their fun. beer steins in one hand and yeah. the ping pong paddle yeah. in the yeah. other and then still running around the yeah. circle. And, then and everyone else, like, there's just so much excitement in the room because this... This thing in the middle of the room is constantly happening, and everyone's involved. Yeah, and it, and then it's the first to seven when it gets down to two, and then once the winners decided, you just start up again, and the game starts by everybody like loudly clapping their, uh, oops, <laughs> loudly clapping their thing on the table, uh, their paddle, paddle. There, we go. <laughs> thank you. But you won't you won't really find a lot of bowling alleys. They have another thing called like Kegel. Oh. Which is just like a smaller, like it's even smaller. <laughs> it's we know which. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that's the wrong word. <laughs> Sorry. I, something like that. Mm, maybe I'll just drop this. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, other sports. <laughs> other sports they play. Kegel's usually popular in Ber- Berlinovich. Berlinenstein. <laughs> uh, do you see a lot of uh, North American uh, performers coming through Berlin and... Um, yeah, I mean, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of North Americans that come over either through like some stand up kind of things or, uh, improv things. Yeah. Um, occasionally I'm connected to them. Sometimes not. There's a, there's a big English speaking stand up scene in Berlin. Oh, oh and so they'll really. have a lot of like British people come through the big posters and they're like, you know, here's, you know, Jimmy Smith. And you're just like, who yeah. the hell the hell is this guy? He's the most famous guy in England. And you're like, no, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's the uh, most famous English guy in Germany. In yeah. Berlin on yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> is that mostly like expats for expats or would it be Germans? Going and consuming English stand-up and performing English stand-up? The performers are usually expats of some kind. Not always Canadian or American. could be British, Australian, New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. But then the audience is usually a a mix. There'll there'll be a lot of English speakers, but there'll also be a lot of Germans. I mean, English isn't that hard uh, in the sense of uh, for Germans and Europeans in general. They all speak two or three languages. Yeah. 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 And if an Italian comes to Germany, they're more likely to speak English to each other than Italian or German right, yeah. because they haven't learned those languages. Right. So, huh. um, but like any night of the week, there's open mics slash other like sort of book shows and stuff. Like it's a pretty big scene oh, in wow. Berlin. Huh. Huh. Check it out. Huh. Cool. Huh. 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 You huh. get paid probably about amount, the same amount as here. But yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But they're still Double happening. Mil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One million. Did you <laughs> learn anything today, Quinn? I did. I did learn some things. So, uh, yeah, I, I learned a couple facts about movies that we all love. 
and uh, just some weird, super weird facts. At the end of the new Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to talk about it, okay? I actually laid awake for several hours the other night thinking and worrying about it. So (laughs) Worrying about Star Wars? I was sick and feverish. After you'd already seen it? Yes. I was Uh. concerned about why. I'm not going to get it. I can't get into it. My heart can't take it right now. Um, We we got into it in the Patreon bonus. So if you want to head over to patreon.com, sign up as a subscriber. So a a couple little tidbits here. So in the scene from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Uh, or I think this is actually Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That was the original title. Gene Wilder bites into uh, like a candy flower. Uh It was actually made of wax. It was a wax flower. So he just ate wax for that scene, I guess, which was pretty gross. 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 I wonder like how... I heard he is part candle. So that's probably it's cannibalism at that kid. Can, can, candlebullism. Candlebullism. Um, another fact is in on this that scene from Aliens where uh, what is it? John Hurt comes onto the set and he's got the like the this chestburster comes out of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that yeah. scene they did the rest of the cast didn't know that was going to happen. Like they just put a rig on then they were just like so you're this scene you're having breakfast or whatever and he's come out of like they knew the details but they didn't know what was going to happen. So people were visibly like their reactions of terror were, were real hmm. and one of the actresses uh, passed out Whoa. during that scene. Huh. Cuz she uh, yeah, because she didn't. She just had no clue. Team <laughs> couldn't take a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Veronica Cartwright passed out. It seems like mean on the filmmaker's behalf. Yeah, yeah. That was Ridley Scott. So he's kind of a jerk. He's a mean face, guy. He's a notoriously a mean guy. I, guess. I don't know if he's as bad as some of them. I think huh. the believe it or not guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ridley's believe it or not. Yeah. Ridley's true. believe it or Scott. <laughs> he did the books and a bunch of movies. He's been splitting his time pretty evenly over the years. You might I, like and do you do you know a fair bit about movies, rightly? Like, sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just I I got these from BuzzFeed, so I hope they're actually actually. I've, I've never heard either of those. I've heard no? the Alien one. I'd heard the Alien one too because I'm a big Alien nerd. One of the uh, <laughs> here's Psycho was the first movie to ever show a toilet being flushed, which hmm. is a super. I guess weird. someone had to be first. <laughs> yeah. Why not Alfred Hitchcock? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the first movie ever was a toilet flushing, and then the audience <laughs> scrambling. <laughs> I'm so scared. They thought that the whole they were also going to go down the toilet. <laughs> Nobody told the, the crew that the toilet was going to flush, and they were, <laughs> somebody passed. <laughs> Just psychologically traumatized. Um, the one of the other. Oh, in uh, the the dog who played Toto in the Wizard of Oz received a higher salary than most of the people who played Munchkins. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, I've heard that. How many cigarettes a day did they make the dog smoke? <laughs> Like at least, five. do you know that the the fact about um, they made Judy Garland smoke eighty cigarettes a day to, as like a hunger suppressant? Yeah, it was her doctor that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. fucked. Well, really? That, it was a, it was a medical treatment at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was. The doctor oh. would say, "Oh, you know, if you have some more cigarettes, <laughs> boy, God, yeah, <laughs> give me leeches before giving me that many cigarettes." Well, jeez, I guess it depends on your. <laughs> your own personal <laughs> preference, but you know, I don't know how you smoke a leech. Uh, do you want me to? <laughs> 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 
what about you know the the mystery of the Wizard of Oz where they say there was a guy who hung himself? In yeah, that you can that see one. him. Yeah, yeah apparently what? you can see, him. but it's just like a tree in the background. But if, mm. because the filming is so bad, it just kind of looks like a guy's hanging himself. Yeah, <gasps> that's like um, apparently in a shot from what is it? Three? What is it? The the, the movie with. Three guys and a kid and a baby. Three men and a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Three guys and a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three guys and a kid. <laughs> yeah. We're too far off there. Yeah, that's pretty much. There's supposed to be a, sh- a scene. Film buffet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know some shit about some films. Um, there's supposed to be a, sh- a shot where there's you can see a little kid in like a window of another room, mm-hmm. and like in the, I think it's a window of another building, and apparently it's like it's the it's uh, the image of a kid who died in that building like several years earlier. Ooh. Yeah, I think I've heard that one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. That's true. So it was the ghost. They got it on that movie. <laughs> Um, and then the other one was that I thought was three men and a ghost baby. <laughs> three men and a ghost baby. Three dudes. <laughs> three dudes. Yeah. Dude, where's my ghost baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of Alfred Hitchcock from before, the, in the birds in the scene in the attic, um, live birds were tied to Tippy Hedren and also thrown at her during the scene. Oh. So they just tied birds to her and threw live birds at her yeah. because Alfred Hitchcock thought his actors were meat puppets. That's what he would call them. Hmm. Well, there's plenty of stories of directors do, doing weird stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah. tying birds is one thing. Throwing a bird is not easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what kind Good of method luck. would you have there? Yeah. Like, I guess you pin its wings and just lob it and hope for the best. Oh, but then, then you need the wings to flap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to put a bit of spin on it. Yeah. Knuckleball <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You pin Knuckle the wings bird. with your hand and then when you let oh, go, right, the, right. the bird, but it's you're just giving it a trajectory right at oh, her. Oh, boy. You know. But then at some point, the bird has control of its trajectory. <laughs> right. yeah. It's not like a ball. You throw it and, okay, I know where it's sort of going. The bird eventually goes, why, why is it going that way? <laughs> but you imagine he threw it in the other direction. <laughs> and I don't think that they had, I'm sure they had some animal wranglers, but I think on that set, it's probably just a bunch of like, grips and electrics and like just like union dude standing around and Hitchcock was just like okay guys make a circle catch the birds that are trying to get away and just throw them back at her <laughs> like that's your job for the day just bring in a barrel of birds and <laughs> start hucking them <laughs> like throwing birds from a barrel that's the new saying now but and I also can't imagine like I mean yeah you're working with Alfred Hitchcock who's like one of the biggest directors of the time but Obviously, that would hurt, and you, she probably was actually hurt. I don't know that. I, I would imagine. <laughs> you say that she was like weighing it in her mind. Like on the one hand, I get to work with Alfred Hitchcock. On the other hand, I'm getting birds thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a weird thing to think about at work, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's true. I'm never usually at my desk. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. Could have birds thrown at <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, this is the top banker in uh, <laughs> all of Canada, but I'm getting birds thrown at me. Do we got a word this week, Tim? Yeah, we do. Ready? Here we go. Okay. Oh, oh uh, do you want me to do the thing? No. Hornswoggle. 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 Classic. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's bull, hornswoggle. Bull poopy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hogwash. BS. Yeah, that's BS. Yeah. That word is BS. BS. Yeah. But you can hornswoggle someone. Wouldn't that oh, be like tricking? Yeah, it's like swindling. Oh. Yeah. yeah, totally like swindling. No, I think that's right. Yeah, you coming down the pipeline. Are you, um, you going to read a definition or, or do you just... I'll read a sentence. 
and then no, that's good enough, we're supposed we're can... supposed to not know what the word is yeah. is the, is oh. the thing but usually, usually sometimes he picks a word and then we're like yeah we all know he's like you'll <laughs> never guess <laughs> pirate <laughs> beneath <laughs> Good, good one. Good one. Never get it. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> You'll never get this. To be fair, when would Tim have read a book with hornswoggle in it? It's not that common. Um, do you want to hear a sentence? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> An unsuccessful indie actress tries to hornswoggle a celebrity into appearing in the film she's making as a latch last ditch attempt to rescue her career. Yeah, so it's like fool, fool like yeah. kind of swindle. Some trick, swindle, yeah. Bamboozle. Oh, bamboozle. Yeah, bamboozle. I feel like um, Foghorn Leghorn would use that mm. on, I, on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Boy, you're trying to horn swoggle me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, oh, though, no. if bamboozle was in the... If you don't know horn swoggle and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. definition of horn swoggle is bamboozle. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Where, what kind of... What are you talking about right now? Hoax. Hoax was the other... Was the other. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows hoax. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, okay. Let's all take right. a break. Huh? Please. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on down to Crazy Eddie's where we've got answering machines, answering machines, answering machines. Don't forget we've got cassette tapes and all of your answering machine accessories. We've got answering machines with rewind, with fast forward, with play. We've even got eject buttons. Crazy Eddie's! <laughs> no? Yeah, you need more? Perfect, perfect, perfect. People say to me all the time, you must need a college education to use these answering machines. No, you don't. Anyone can use it. Listen to what some of my favorite customers. I can't believe how easy it was, but uh, thank you. Tired of your phone doing everything for you? Get a box in your house. It will record the phone calls that you miss. Crazy Eddie! <laughs> they call me crazy because I'm still selling answering machines. <laughs> 545 East West Street. <laughs> and welcome back to the Hugs Podcast. It's the time for the second part of the podcast. Woo, oh, woo, that's the best part. Woo, that's woo, yeah, yeah. always the best Historically. part. Historically. <laughs> Um, so in this uh, part of the podcast, um, Rory, do you want to maybe let Lee know how this? Sure. Yeah, uh, Lee, have you are you familiar with the television program Breaking Bad? Uh, yes, I am. Are we all going to smoke crystal meth? Because <laughs> we've already been through some of this. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a headache today. <laughs> um, yes, I'm familiar with with Breaking Bad. So the name of this segment is called Breaking Lee. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot like Breaking Bad okay. because we're going to ask you some hypothetical questions. All right. And like on Breaking Bad, we're going to get to know your character. But me as a person. Yeah, not a character I'm making up. No, you. Yeah, you, have yeah. To, you have to be clear to an improviser Sorry. what you're asking for. Okay. So yeah. you're going to ask me hypothetical questions and I'm going to give you honest answers. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, we kind of want to get to know your character. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, I, that's what you would learn from my honesty. <laughs> yeah, 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 learn yeah, a bit yeah, about yeah. me. Yes, yes, there was a great Canadian uh, game called Scruples. Do you remember Scruples? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, kind of the same thing. I'm imagining. Did okay. you know? Sorry, no. sidebar. Scruples invented by a professor from Winnipeg. Mm, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, and did you also know that that guy is? A real interesting conspiracy <laughs> theorist and, no. and uh, alt-right kind of guy on Twitter. Very worth the Twitter follow Whoa. just for the sort of... Uh, we'll, we'll share with our Patreon subscribers yeah. what that Twitter handle yeah. is. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Sorry to derail. Huh. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm ready for Breaking Lee. <laughs> okay. Um, it, Dana, we're there. I, we talked about consequences, but I don't know if we... We actually didn't talk about consequences because in this worldly, there are none. There are no consequences to anything that you do or say. It has no bearing on your real life. Unlike your fortune cookie, this will not affect you in any significant, profound, and real way. And yet you're going to be judging my character from this. Yes. 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 Okay. (laughs) Slightly conflicting reports, but but I'll do my best. Um, Everything you say and do will be judged. But there are no consequences. <laughs> so there's no consequences. Yeah. But Unless not in a court of law. Not right. in a court of law. <laughs> yeah. How I, how I would like you to perceive me might change, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. But certainly not any consequences. <laughs> in the sense that I'm not going to be held accountable if I say I'm going to murder someone? In the sense, like, if you murder somebody, you're not going to go to jail in real life. Yeah. Okay. Because it's only hypothetical. It's a hypothetical that's, that's right. Yeah. Thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I follow everything that we're we're setting up here. We All try right. to make it as clear as possible. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. But, but I'll well, play. That's the along first I've heard that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a lot shorter way to explain all of this. <laughs> okay. I think you just been spending too much time in Berlinish. Uh, so okay, so the the year is uh, two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in Turkey. Um, the bird. The bird. <laughs> and you're trying to get out. I think I think I was in Turkey in 2007. Oh yeah. wow! Are you basing these on fact? Things yeah. I went through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you are going to break me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you're in the capital of Turkey, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ankara. Okay, Ankara. Is that true? Ankara. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it might be Istanbul, but no, the capital the is Ankara. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you're in Istanbul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And um, you're trying to find uh, a bathhouse because you want to relax, mm-hmm. you want to exfoliate, uh, take in some real, true Turkish mm-hmm. delight. Um, so what do you look for first? <laughs> a sign that says Turkish bathhouse. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Again, so no consequences. No judgments. No judgments. <laughs> no but if I'm looking for a place, I'll usually look for a sign okay. <laughs> that yeah. says that on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you walk into the Turkish bathhouse, and uh, there's nobody there, and there's like this weird mist that's moving through the place, and it feels like you stepped into an alternate space and time mm-hmm. dimension. Um, this is not like scruples at all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. I'm in. I'm in what seems to me to be an ancient bathhouse. An ancient bathhouse. Right. Yeah. And this ancient Turkish 
bathhouse attendant mm-hmm. comes up to you. <laughs> He's really old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super old. Recognizes you and says, uh, Hey, are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> well, I must be because you recognize me. <laughs> I know you, but I know I know you. Well, I guess I hang out in bathhouses a lot because <laughs> uh, I came all the way here to Turkey to get an authentic <laughs> Turkish bathhouse experience. And this, the Turkish, authentic Turkish, Turk, like that perfect accent, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Is going to grant you three wishes. Two of them have to involve birds. <laughs> <laughs> and, ag- <laughs> and again, this is no space or time. <laughs> no, no judgments. No yeah. judgments. Yeah. So, three wishes. All of this setup is to ask me which three wishes I would have if two of them were connected to birds. Yeah, <laughs> okay. totally wide open. Yeah. Completely wide open. Completely. And your first wi- You're not allowed. Your first wish isn't to make your second two wishes not about birds either. You can't do that. Yeah. No, I'm not that kind of a guy. And okay. you can't make someone fall in love with you. I can't? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> this attendant really waffles on, on the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, again, nothing like you explained. <laughs> um, well, my first bird wish would be that I could turn into a bird and out of a bird at my own free will. Great. That's an excellent That's sweet. What kind of bird? Um, that would also be to my choosing. Uh, yes. Oh, every, every, every time. Every time you yeah. could do it. Yeah. yeah. So what if I'm have? in the Arctic, I could be like a penguin if they hang out in the Arctic. Yes. Or yeah. in well, the Antarctic. Antarctic. They're both in the Antarctic. Yeah. You'd probably do fine in the not Arctic, the Arctic though. Yeah. Oh, no. You're yeah. right. No, not the Arctic. Just Antarctic. Antarctic's fine. Uh, Arctic, not so good. Uncle Arctic, definitely not. Uh-huh. Carry on. Uh-huh. So uh, that would be my first one, I, well, that I could become a bird at, at my own free will. What's the first kind of bird you'd uh, go into? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a rock, maybe. A, a what? A rock. A rock. A mythological giant thunderbird. It's a Native American legend. He, they're like Thank massive. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was yeah. very yeah. helpful. Yeah. I, I was knew exactly who to look at, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I watched a television show uh, that featured rocks in it uh, yeah. a little while ago with my it was brother. wrestling? The rock was wrestling a rock. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Super cool. They, they're big birds? They're, they're massive. They would have a, a different like a TV 20 show, Tana. A twenty-foot wingspan, or some, or like, well, yeah, I mean, six to. And I could give ten. you a ride. Oh nice. yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, you got it. So done. <laughs> okay, so now you have okay, this tur- <laughs> Turkish bathhouse attendant riding on the back of a giant bird. Well, you. no, that wasn't part of my. Wish. I know, but it's too <laughs> late. I took that to mean. Uh, sorry, I took that to mean. Give, I'll give oh, you a ride right now. You look a lot like a friend of mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> I forgot which world I was in. No, I'm not your friend. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Then <laughs> That's a tip. Keep an eye out for opportunities. Uh, I guess the second bird wish was that I wish that no one would ever throw birds at me. <laughs> it's also a good bird-related wish. Mm. There's somebody right behind you like, ah, shit. <laughs> no one can uh, do it. And then for the non-bird wish... Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, probably uh, either invisibility Ooh. or uh, the ability to touch a door and to tell if someone was naked on the other side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so that you wouldn't walk in on them accidentally. Or, or would. Or yeah. would, yeah. But then wouldn't invisibility 
be the same. It's, well, but I just be, still be opening doors and oh, go, who yeah. opened the door? And I'd be like, oh, I've gone through a hundred doors. No one's naked. This would save you so much time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Start touching doors. You're yeah. at a very unpopular bathhouse. <laughs> uh, without without giving it too much, you know, heavy thought. I think yeah. that's the, probably invisibility, but maybe the the naked door thing. But okay. Would you pair your invisibility ability with the bird one? Like, would you turn into a bird and then turn invisible? I I would assume that I could do both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. At the yeah. same time, if I can turn invisible and turn into a bird, then then yeah, I would probably be able to do both. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure either. But, you know. <laughs> So, st- still 2007, you walk out of the uh, Turkish bathhouse. Right. Um, but then you walk through this wall of mist and your eyes get kind of like, oh, what's going on? And you yeah. scrub, scrub, scrub your eyes. And then you... you <laughs> blink, I love blink. scrubbing my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Scrub, scrub, scrub. And then you blink, blink, blink. And you and your eyes open up again. And all of a sudden, it's the year uh, 1807. And you're in Istanbul. What's going on oh, no, in Turkey that, in 1807? I think, I think actually Tim. it might have been oh. Constantinople. Constant. No. Or was that? I don't know what year that was actually. <laughs> yeah. But it it was once. Do other yeah, people ask questions, or is it just Tim? <laughs> no, it's mostly just Tim. Mostly okay. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But feel free. Sometimes we jump in, but yeah. I just like where this should, is going. Should, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> All right. So now it's so, 18. Yeah. It's 1807. Right. I'm still the, in Turkey. Yeah. We're in. You the scrub, scrub, scrub your scrub, eyes. Scrub, scrub your eyes. Blink, 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 and then you opened them up. Yes. Wide enough to see. Open, open, open. And it's weird that I had to walk through a mist. And yet yeah. that didn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now it's it's much earlier in time. Yeah, we're in the tail end of the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, the uh, the Brits. <laughs> Woo! The Brits are uh, really trying. It's the Battle of the Dardanelles. Uh, the, the Brits are trying to, the, the Royal Navy is trying to impose British demands on the Ottoman Empire by uh, blocking off their ports and screwing everything and up. And now you got to decide. Yeah. And so now the bathroom attendant also kind of... <laughs> Walked accidentally walked into <laughs> your realities with you. Okay, you know something. He's like, "Look, we gotta stop these English guys from right. messing, with, messing our with our country. Mm-hmm. You help me, I'll give you free baths for life." <laughs> he says, <laughs> and he's granted your wishes, so you're yeah, in already. a position to help. Yeah. Yeah, well, then I said it's too bad you didn't tell me this before the wishes. Because I could have <laughs> solved this in a heartbeat before. Yeah. Uh, so I have to stop the British from trying to enter the Ottoman Empire. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So basically, yeah, they established a blockade. Basically, like there's a bunch of British ships who won't let the Ottomans trade because that's their main source of trade was through this through uh, naval trade. All right. So the, there's a bl- the British blockade. Mm-hmm. Can I use my bird ability? Absolutely. absolutely. I don't see what other ability you should. would. Whatever and your invisibility. It's encouraged. And remember that the, the number one uh, source of uh, warfare from the Britain at the time was throwing birds. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you're in a good <laughs> position. You're in a good position. You're in and unique. Yeah. They would tape knives, tape the, uh, knives to birds. <laughs> <laughs> tape knives to birds. The British bathhouse attendant says, I will, just to give you a little Turkish. bit of a hand, or Turkish, sorry, British. Turkish, he says, just give you a little bit of a hand. Um, I will produce magically from my cloak any weapon throughout history or reality or even non-reality. Mm-hmm. So if you say any weapon ever, 
you can have that on hand. Just one of it. Great. But anything. Giant Kraken. Okay, so you okay. can he can throw a crack Big at everybody. Big bottle of rum. Well, what's more dangerous to boats yeah. than a ship, uh, than a giant squid? Nice. Yeah, very, very nice. true. Maybe fire, but I think the mm. the kraken would instill a lot more fear and make sure the British didn't come back to try it again. Yeah. Cool. What what size are we talking with this kraken? Like? Enough to take out two ships at a time. Sweet. Ooh. All right. Because cool. it's like thirty feet, probably. 200 yeah. feet. <laughs> it's probably about, about 30 feet. You know your Krakens. <laughs> well, let's get cracking on this plan. Yeah. That, uh, so, uh, and if I don't have the Kraken, I would use some kind of fire. You set the, the sails of the boats on fire mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're doomed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About a firebird. No, he can, he can, he can do a Kraken. Turn into a phoenix and yeah. just yeah. set yeah. them all on fire. Yeah. Does a dragon True. count as a bird? It I does. heard they had feathers now. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think they did, but I think you're thinking of dinosaurs. (laughs) 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 I heard they have feathers now. No, yeah. (laughs) There was a high quality resentment there from Lee. (laughs) I think Dragon's pretty serious. (laughs) You remember I got screwed over by that dragon snot at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. In the movie theater, they had a little, you put a coin in and uh-huh. you turn the coin you get and it said on the front of it, dragon snot. So I'm like, a dollar for dragon snot? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. And I open it up and the little package says, you know, sticky goop. And I'm like, no, I paid, paid for, for dragon t- snot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they didn't have, I was, I'm still steaming. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give you a re- refund? You didn't know? Have you ever tried to get a refund from a coin machine? <laughs> <laughs> I the theater, but. Jam some runts back into it. <laughs> yeah. Get a dime. I said I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> it just gives you machine credit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, what's your what's your you can produce a kraken or fire, your choice. So if I have to produce the fire, I'll go for being a phoenix and then I'll just set all the boats on fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I get the cloak thing that you were mentioning, then I'd pull out a kraken, let the kraken do the hard work and okay. then me in the autumn I'm gonna take up those free baths, start yeah. right away. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Nobody's gonna throw a bird at you in this bath. <laughs> probably not. That's probably right. ever because yeah. that's one of his wishes. That's one of his wishes. Yeah. But so prior to this, anytime you tried to take a bath, that you're was getting my big problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your kraken works like a charm. Fantastic. Crushes these English ships. The remaining ones retreat back to England. Um, and now, finally, the Ottomans are able to finish their Armenian genocide. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tim. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> historically accurate. <laughs> Not terribly funny. Not terribly. But let's funny. let's also laugh and learn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a real yeah. thing that happened and buried in the. Annals of history. Well, not that buried. <laughs> yeah. If you know it about it, it couldn't have <laughs> been that buried. <laughs> Horn Today's swoggled. Word of the week, yeah. Buried. <laughs> that was last week's. <laughs> Something I know. <laughs> um, so now you, you know, uh, peace has. Um, Swept across the land. <laughs> <laughs> the land is ravaged yeah. by peace. Yeah. Like wildfire. <laughs> yeah. Just for the Armenians, I didn't get a chance to save you in my <laughs> scenario here, although I might have tried. Uh, <laughs> no consequences. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I hear you. Except for you know, <laughs> the Armenian people. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. Uh, too much. Um, so, uh, Lee, now it's uh, you and... Uh, uh, the bathhouse attendant. Right. We, we never learned their name. Um, that is not important, though. 
Um, you're on the beaches of Istanbul, mm-hmm. just outside, mm-hmm. close to the Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> You have your Kraken playing out in the water. You know, you're a little worried. Like, no, don't go too deep. Uh, (laughs) uh, The Kraken is still learning to swim. Like, it's only a few days old, right? Um, It's been a couple of days since the British (laughs) thing. Yeah, it's been two days. All right. Let's let's move this ahead a bit. (laughs) I'm on the beach in Istanbul. Um, And? Uh. (laughs) So? (laughs) Um, I'll enjoy it as best I can. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So you, the 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 bathhouse attendant has told you. You know, um, I I wish I would have told you this earlier. Uh, The truth of the matter is, uh, you only get um, uh, two more chances to turn into a bird. The invisibility thing is going to last the best of your life. And no I one don't have the power to actually give you free bass for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've talked to my manager and he's being a real dick. <laughs> Here's a coupon for two baths more than the one you already had. He just oh. saved the Ottoman Empire. But uh, baths don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a bill for all of the damage that the Kraken did to the general infrastructure of the harbor. <laughs> so you have only have uh, two more chances to turn into birds. You have right. two more birds you can turn into, and also it could very well be that on one of those bird changes, you stay that bird for the rest of your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so do you? Do you? <laughs> this is one flimsy Turkish genie. <laughs> So you can have that. Or Or what's behind door number three? (laughs) Or you can go back to 2017. 2007. Uh, What? 2007. 2007, right. Yeah. Back to 2007. Mm -hmm. And not have any powers. (laughs) Yeah. And all you have to do is blink, blink, blink. Scrub, scrub, scrub. scrub. scrub, scrub. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I've had a heck of a time in Turkey uh, so far. And so I'll I'll cut my, my losses here. And I'd say I'll, I'll just go back. I don't. I don't need to have all of these powers. Uh, well, you're still in Turkey, though, <laughs> in 2007. Fair enough. Right. <laughs> uh, the the adventure I've had saving the Ottoman Empire, helping to murder Albanians <laughs> or Armenians, uh, it's been an exciting time. But I, you know, I'll go back to regular life. I, okay. I'm okay without the bird thing. A little upset about. Losing them, you know, not being able to thrown at me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take my chances. So uh, this this mist appears in front of you again. You walk <laughs> through it, yeah. Um, blink, blink, blink. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Uh, it's the year two thousand seven. Um, uh, you're standing outside of that bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you, just the same day as, you know, everything's when the I same. When I showed up, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing's a little bit different, though. What's that? Um, you're feeling pretty warm. Mm-hmm. So you look under your shirt. You're covered in feathers. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> uh, dragon. Thank to be you. Fair. <laughs> so where do you go next? <laughs> Doctor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. 
uh, Ridley, believe it or Scott. <laughs> so you go to Ridley, believe it or Scott, the top bird person doctor in <laughs> Turkey. And the only cure is to have a bunch of birds thrown at you. Um, so do I choose to live my life covered in feathers <laughs> That's right. or have some birds thrown at me? <laughs> to yeah. be fair, you can choose which birds are thrown <laughs> yeah. at you. Um, the well, actress from the birds survived the birds being thrown at her. Am I well, right? Yeah, she's you know she's right. still it was alive. probably just yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and most of the time they catch themselves and fly away before they even hit you. Yeah. <laughs> so really, it's just an inconvenience to have these wings flapping in your face. <laughs> yeah, and that's less of an inconvenience than having feathers all over my body because mm, well, the feathers are excruciating. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to say hurt. that they actually were really nice. <laughs> they hurt. Yeah, like just <laughs> having them. Yeah. Oh no, it's a tough decision. <laughs> yeah, it is excruciating <laughs> yeah. pain for the rest of my life, or have some birds thrown at me. <laughs> yeah. This Turkish genie is just a real dick. Or you can <laughs> pick. Or there's another or. Or you can pick. What's in the envelope? <laughs> I, I want to get rid of these feathers. Kay. I don't feel like... Are you sure? Yeah, I really am. <laughs> because I don't see how they're going to help me in the future. Uh, you know, at this point in 2007, I'm probably looking to, to find a, a lovely lady to spend my life with. And they're sure. probably not into feathermen. Feather, yeah. Screaming feathermen. <laughs> who wish to touch doors to find out if there's <laughs> naked people. I mean, I'm, I don't have a lot to go with already, you know? Yeah. So adding the feathers is not going to help. Uh, so I want to yeah. get rid of these feathers. Okay. Although I, I admit I am curious what's in the envelope. Yeah. But I guess I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a fortune. <laughs> I'm still trying to keep my eye open for yeah. opportunity. <laughs> That's what the fortune was. Aww. Aww. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so you're back to normal. Back to normal. 2007, Lee. Uh, you wake up. You're in your hotel room, and it was all a dream. Oh, boy. <laughs> no consequences. None. Mm. No. You know, I really thought these were going to be like, you know, you're on a train and you go one way, you kill one person, or you go another way and you kill 100 people or, you know, like these. Yeah. Kind of the trolley like problem. Yeah. The trolley. Trolley problem. Is that what it's officially That's what called? it's called, yeah. yeah. You know, so I thought it was going to be like these. This was a lot harder. Yeah. yeah. This was a lot harder. Yeah, do you feel broken? Parts of me, my brain, yeah. is definitely yeah, that's broken at this yeah. point. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. I, now Very I know good. what it's like if you smoke crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how my brain feels. Fun right. fact. Fun fact. Okay, let's take a little bit of a break and come right back with uh, Two Truths and a Lie. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Come on down to Crazy Eddie's Dragon Emporium. We've got dragons. We've got red dragons, blue dragons, ice dragons, fire dragons. But we do not have dragons with feathers. So stop fucking calling and asking. (laughs) I like Crazy Eddie. Yeah. He's a little crazy. <laughs> he seems pretty with it. <laughs> he seems very reasonable yeah, in every yeah. turn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you think he, he got out of the answering machine business and got into dragons, or is he just diversifying with two different stores? With, you know, I think he had to diversify. Yeah, yeah I think after the a while. The answering machine thing wasn't really working out so well. 
He still has it on the side, just sort of as a fun business. He well, always had a warehouse full of dragons, and his <laughs> wife was like, what are you going to do with these dragons? They're going to be worth more next year. Just hold on. <laughs> Game of Thrones is coming out, and I think there's dragons involved. I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers and hoping. Um, w- one of the things that I remember from Berlin was it was very... Uh, uh, like vinyl records and and stuff like that was pretty popular. Maybe it was just the neighborhood I was hanging out in. But is that sort of uh, is there like a market for like VHS and cassette <laughs> tapes? Tim, you have vinyl records in the other room. No, <laughs> is that just like the vinyl record segments of Berlin? Like they don't do that downtown. No, I don't know who your target audience is for this show. <laughs> But I am sure they are dying to know. <laughs> whether people in Berlin like to buy vinyl records or not. <laughs> and let let me tell you something, Tim. Thank you. We've Berliners been getting... <laughs> and Germans in general love a vinyl record. <laughs> You're welcome out there. You're welcome. And hopefully we'll stop receiving these letters asking us. Uh, I will tell you that in Germany, it is still very common to rent uh, DVDs and probably Blu-rays. I don't go into the mm. store. Whoa. But um, I don't know if it's still it's like I've never seen a blockbuster that specific franchise. But there are yeah. other stores where you can go in and, and you see people in there all the time. So people still rent uh, DVDs in, in Germany mm. a lot. And I even went into a, a record CD store once and I found a CD, this rare Ween CD. And I was like, oh, my God, I want this. Yeah. And I took it up to the counter and I was like, how much? And he's like, oh, these are to rent. And I'm what? Like, what? Rent a CD? A CD? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. One of my one of my best friends uh you know he would rent cds all the time so we'd go and he'd That's rent cool. seven hip-hop cds and yeah just burn them and take them back yeah like, wow huh. that's amazing yeah that's so weird hmm. that's what we should have been talking to him about the whole time <laughs> well uh. <laughs> <laughs> we maybe maybe you don't want to know more about my bird wishes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how are you going to learn about my character? <laughs> Find out what kind of person under, like, peel the layers <laughs> of Lee. What kind of bird wishes? It's so nice when somebody just opens up on the podcast yeah. like this. It just gets raw, you know? Find out a man's, uh, about a man's bird wishes, and then you learn the man's truth. That's mm. what I've heard. This is exactly like that Jay-Z interview that just came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but now it's time for a very special segment that we love to play called Two, Two Truths, Truths and a Lie. Matt, can you explain how this game works? Yeah, so Two Truths and a Lie is a game that we love to play on the Hunks podcast where somebody gives uh, three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie, and it's the rest of the group's uh, collective responsibility to determine which is the <laughs> <This> is fucking <laughs> heavy man. which yeah. of the three is the lie All right. uh, and so today uh giving us three statements about himself or his life or whatever he chooses is uh the wonderful lee white oh it's me it's you. okay yeah. all right yeah. sorry <laughs> did nobody tell him that yeah this i did was, okay. um well you told me this was a segment you yeah. didn't say that this was my uh, but no, this is fine. Uh, if there's anyone that knows more lies about me, it's it's me. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'll give you uh, uh, 
uh, my first statement is um, my uncle uh, played hockey in the National Hockey League and played with uh, Tim Horton. Oh, oh I love it. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt uh, was a scientist in the, uh, and she studied gorillas in Africa and uh, worked for a period of time with uh, Jane Goodall, who's a very famous yeah. uh, gorilla scientist. Oh, I love this. And then uh, the third one is that uh, my sister is a chemist and uh, burned someone's hand off once uh, because she knocked over a beaker with some sort of acidic thing. So uh, my sister is responsible for a one-armed, <laughs> a one-handed man. <gasps> wow. wow. These are all great. Wow. These are great. I think they're all lies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Two are true. Good stuff. Two are true or one is a lie? One is a lie. One is a lie? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Did you hear? No, I, I lied. You lied to two, two or a lie, and one, one is, is true. true. One oh, is okay. I got it backwards. Okay. I apologize. That's all right. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. That's we can okay. still suss it out. Only one of those is a truth. One God of them is a truth. Wow, that's great. All right. Oh, Ooh, fine. Yeah. I'm sorry to screw it up. No, that's, no, fine. that's fine. What a what a goddamn pro. Those oh, are good. Oh boy, I, I. This is terrible, but I really yeah. want the handless person to be the <laughs> truth. Yeah, I yeah. don't want it to be true, but only I mean, because I have a really distasteful joke about it that I'd like to say. No. But I don't want to say it if it's true. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you not say it, period. <laughs> if, it's about the, if it's about the fugitive. It's not. <laughs> it's better than that. Um, I want the Tim Horton one to be true. And so if he's your uncle, I'm yet wagering. Yeah, that's around the age period. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mention how old my uncle was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm estimating Doing your age, and then I'm math. estimating what how old your uncle would be. And yeah, okay, kind of. And then the other one was the out. aunt with Jane Goodall. Jane, Jane Goodall. I'm I'm thinking the the hockey honky honky uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that as the truth as well. I think uh, there's a couple people that we actually know that have had uncles in the NHL. Yeah. so it seems to be kind of a <laughs> so therefore it's gotta be true. Like a common uh, affliction. I'm gonna <laughs> say that the <laughs> affliction. Uh, I'm gonna say that the ant is the truth. Yeah. Studied gorillas. Me too. Me too. I think, uh, again, kind of more because I want that to be true because mm-hmm. I think Jane Goodall is mm-hmm. super interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I said I wanted the, the hand one. The hand one. The hand right. one. Okay. We got two hockey, two uh, anti, and one hand. <laughs> uh, well, my sister is not a chemist. Oh. Uh, uh, but so she did burn sorry, someone's she, hand. Okay. She never burned someone's hand off. Sorry, Dana. Uh, my aunt was actually, uh, for a long time, uh, the dean of the University of Manitoba, but was never uh, a guerrilla scientist. Uh, yeah. yeah, hockey uncle. And uh, my uncle, uh, yes, did play in the NHL and played with Tim Horton. Very much near the end of Tim Horton's career. Buffalo? Uh, no. Um, I believe it was probably with the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, at this point in time, Tim Horton was, uh, kind of losing his eyesight, so he couldn't really see very well. Oh, interesting. Mm. Uh, so he would use a donut to, <laughs> to look to through? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're so perturbed by the nonsensical <laughs> rationale of that. <laughs> oh, you 
going to make the statement and go follow through? And I saw on his face he had no follow-up. He just had donut. <laughs> what, Tim? Oh, man. I need more people like Lee in my life. <laughs> what you should have said is, what, he used a donut to play ringette? <laughs> yeah. See, there you uh, go. So my favorite story about uh-huh. Tim Horton that my uncle told me was that near the end of his career, he's losing his eyesight, and uh, they had locker beside each other. And Tim Horton pulls out his, his right guard, like yeah. for his underarm spray, and starts spraying it in his hair. <laughs> and so my uncle is like, hey, 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 hey Timmy, uh, you're, you're putting right guard in your hair. And he kind of like you know, looks at the can, holds it f- closer to his eyes and farther away, puts it down and grabs my uncle by the shirt collar and says, you tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Because he didn't want anyone to know that he was going sure, blind. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't get to play. So Yeah. Whoa. Was he still good a good player at that point in time? <laughs> he's just instead of grabbing your uncle, he grabs like an empty jersey. <laughs> <laughs> just grabbed a mop Broom. and a bucket, yeah. <laughs> well, you got over here, bub. He grabbed his... a donut and then he had a great idea. <laughs> Wait a second. And he gets a coffee and a sandwich and uh, <laughs> you know. Uh yeah. So yeah, that's true. My uncle played in the NHL. Oh, he has that's... a hundred crazy stories like he played when there was no helmets and like the guys would be bringing brought in from like farm leagues to just to beat the crap out of other players for like two games and that's it i don't remember where he said he was but he was you know beginning of the game they all skate around in circles at the beginning and so the guy that my uncle was a fighter the other guy who was on the other team was going to fight him as they kind of passed each other at, at the center ice, he took his stick and just broke it over his head. And my uncle was like, Ugh. over his own head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, Whoa. And, uh, did he fight that guy? He, he didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. yeah. That was like kind That's of what his you're getting job. Paid to yes. do. Got hired was yeah. like, you're, you're the fighter. So go gun. in there and fight. Wow. Yeah. How many years did he play in the NHL? Do you know? Oh, like, let's like, say like 10, 12 or wow. something, like maybe, you know, That's like, a long I, I don't know. Yeah. He played for the Rangers, played for St. Louis and played for Los Angeles. Wow. And then when he was, he was, well, maybe 10 is a bit much, maybe like eight, but, uh, it was around 77, 78 when he stopped. And then he was looking, he was going to maybe play for Winnipeg cause that was, they were still in the WHL and then, uh, he ended up not for various reasons. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Oh, man. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he also likes vinyl records. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I guess it does come full circle, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's nice. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for coming down and, and sharing your stories. My pleasure. <laughs> I, I love you guys. I, I love the stuff you put out, and uh, I'm happy to be here. I, I love you all individually and as a group. Uh, and uh, it's awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I screwed up the oh no, it was perfect. Nice thing. No, it was perfect. Great. It was oh, great. Yeah. It was it's a nice wonderful. little uh, variation on the. End. You are not the first person to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had people do all lies, <laughs> <laughs> all the truth. Yeah. Not so much a game. <laughs> no, not a game at all. This was still a game. It was very fun. Yeah. Which one's most likely? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you've been such a, uh, even remotely, like you're not even living in Winnipeg anymore, but you've just been such a such a rock and inspiration and such a supportive uh, fixture in the Winnipeg comedy scene f- since I started and I'm sure before. Like I was telling you the other day, the first yep. show I ever put it on. I started before you, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure probably a couple weeks before me. <laughs> yeah. I can't be Jury's sure. Out. There is no proof of that, but... Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, walked through a mist, scrub, 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 <laughs> blink, 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 and I was doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, the first show that I ever put on, I was like just a fucking nobody who did some radio. And uh, I was like, hey, do you want to do a show with me and then save me in an improv scene? And like, you're like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I did it again for you last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. No, yeah. I think it was uh, awesome. It's I think, it, you know, it's just important for to, to give back because Winnipeg gave me a lot and uh, yeah, anything yeah. I can do to support. Uh, the youngsters yeah. coming up, and uh, boy, you were an idiot back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you were a mess. And, yeah, uh, it's awesome to see the stuff that you've been doing, and uh, like everything that's happened at We Johnny's and stuff is great. Honestly, no, like like uh, you are a much more reasonable human being. <laughs> no. Lee White that calling Tim so out. <laughs> it's gonna surprise the hell out of our listeners <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to have you back on the podcast someday Anytime. to talk about the Masonic Temple and the shows that used to go down there and the haunted stories. Those right. are awesome. Yeah, there's some spooky stories. Uh, yeah. Cool. Anytime. So nice. um, is there, uh, I mean, for our German listeners, <laughs> some shows you want to plug? <laughs> uh, if there was honestly a German listener uh-huh. in Berlin, uh, the Radebor Theater, you got to go out there. It's the, it's the best theater in Berlin. Yeah, Radebor Theater. Is that where I said? Is that? Probably, yeah. It was like an old abandoned building that they took it's over. It's an old factory and, and they squatted it. Right. And eventually the government said, who owns this? And the guy said, I do. And they were like, okay, you own this building. Nice. Kind of thing. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s in Berlin. What an amazing time. <laughs> uh, and then we got uh, some shows coming up. Yeah, Dana? No? Uh well we've got some sketches coming up we're we're still releasing our monthly sketches uh so keep an eye out for next month's one it's a real doozy um in terms of shows yeah end of February end of Feb we've got uh, Skid or Die we've got another another sweet sweet local sketch group compilation night it'll be super fun at yeah. We Johnny's uh, starting at nine yeah. Um, and, uh, like this Friday at We Johnny's, uh, very special stand up show. Jesse Bercier is going to be headlining it. It's going to be a lot of fun. On the 20th, on Saturday, it is the character show at We Johnny's. Uh, so it's a bunch of sort of solo sketch, um, happening there. We, uh, biggest thing we want to just promote is our YouTube channel. We have some really good looking sketches that are going to be released on a monthly basis yeah we are uh, pushing really hard to get up to uh, i think we have 85 subscribers right now we need 100 and then uh, that can really help us we can uh it, yeah it'll help it, it'll help a lot of our optics and everything yeah. like that so yeah. hey just just everyone subscribe that would you be guys wonderful. care about our optics or what <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a good it's a it's a really good milestone 100 uh, subscribers this channel, guys. come on and then, of course, Twitter, Facebook, uh, get us, hit us up on Patreon. That's, that's patreon.com slash hunkscomedy. Show us your support. Get some exclusive content. We got some uh, Lee White on there with some deep, dark secrets, all kinds of things. So yeah. check that out. <laughs> Be a member today. <laughs> you deserve a break. <laughs> Did you, have, you have, your, have you had your break today? Do it with Patreon. Great. What else? Good. Okay. So we normally end on a song. So take it away, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> when you wish upon a star, 
Makes no Ooh. difference who you are. <laughs> That's about that. Thank you, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, My Lee. pleasure. Thanks, Lee. Absolutely. The Hunks Pussy. Yeah. Matt's come around. He's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I have not. Make no mistake. There's no fucking way I've come around to this. <laughs>